Welcome into MTP Boston. It's Mike Marcangelo joined alongside by my guy, Hollywood Rayshon Buchanan. And on this week, we're talking another historic Patriots loss. And we're talking about the in-season tournament and our Boston Celtics. But before we get into the fun stuff, we'll get it. We'll, we'll start with the misery, as always. Um, Ray, the Patriots lose six to nothing to the LA Chargers. Um, it's a it's, it's a historic week in the sense that uh, they are the first team since the 1938 Chicago Cardinals mm. to hold their opponents to 10 points or less in three straight games and be 0 and 3. <laughs> so I don't know how to open it. Besides with that, what did you see? If you even watched? No, I I, I watched because it was it was before I went to work for the the Bruins game last night, and um, yeah, I kind of figured it would end, you know, on early or on time. So I was like, I can watch this whole game before I go. And you know, someone was worried when you know I think LA had a chance to go up ten nothing, and they didn't score, and it was so they got the field going to make it three. I said that literally might be the game, and they're like, "Nah, I'm I'm telling you, <laughs> the way things have been going, it's been a microcosm of this year that the defense has showed up for a majority of these games, <laughs> and the offense continues to output nothing." Um, so flabbergasted, I can't say I'm flabbergasted. I can't say I, I was shocked uh, once again because I am gunning for a top two pick. Um, I was pleased. <laughs> That they, you know, they they held true to form and and, and didn't didn't win, and that, once again, that's that's crazy, right? Um, when you set up off of nineteen thirty eight, my my grandmother's favorite movie, Gone with the Wind, had not even came out yet. Came out a year later, right. in mine. So that reference I got, you know, for those who been listening lately, I've been fucking up with references. That that's correct. <laughs> Gone with the Wind came out in nineteen thirty nine. Shout out to my guy Clark Gable. <laughs> I've said so. Well. I know for sure that movie came out then because I've seen it a, a thousand times. So and so, quite frankly, fans that say I fuck up the references, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm back, baby, I'm back. <laughs> aside from, aside from your horrific movie references recently, whether the Star Trek or, or uh, a November to Remember, um, this performance was not a, a game for Bailey Zappi fans this. or for or, or for Patriot fans to remember. Yeah. Um, I think the, the big thing that came out of this game was uh, Ramondre Stevenson uh, and what looked to be a pretty good drive in, in the first mm-hmm. quarter. Uh, I thought he broke his ankle. I mean, it, it's it's good that the x-rays are, are, are negative, um, but isn't that just like the Patriots season right now? I mean, a, a, any yep. contributor, any contributor, and there haven't been many, you know, well, they get injured and we're left with, Devontae Parker going for four for 64. <laughs> and like, that's our shining star. Um, it was crazy. It could have been six for almost a hundred, but he, he dropped a few. It should have been, it, it, it could have been nine for 120 <laughs> because he had nine yeah. targets. But yeah. This is the first full game uh, of the year that we have not seen Mac Jones. So, how do you think the offense looked? Uh, with Bailey Zappi uh, under center? Uh, there was times where there was a little bit more juice, but not to the point where obviously they were going to score. Obviously, that resulted in no score. Um, he made some throws that I think he can make, honestly. Um, and, 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 you know, those those end cuts, I didn't think he can make those type of throws. Um, but he, he definitely, you know, sucked a few in there. And I was like, oh, okay, like that, that had a little... 
that had a little sauce to it. So, um, but I mean, nevertheless, I mean, you know, it's funny. Tyquan Thornton only produces when Bailey Zappi's on the on the field. I I, I don't know why. <laughs> well, like if you go back to the Cleveland game last year, Tyquan Thornton had his best game uh, as a rookie. He had his best game this season yesterday um, with uh, with Zappi quarterback. So I, I don't know what it is. But if Zappi's out there, you can rest assured that number 11 is going to have um, zero but, catches for zero yards on one target. So, oh, I'm saying if he, <laughs> he had that 40 yard run, I'm saying so he, he only makes an impactful play or plays when Zappi's out there, is what I'm saying. Not necessarily uh, with the catch. He, he, even though he caught a few of them last year from, uh, from, from Zappi, if I'm not mistaken, but it's, 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 it's wild. It's wild. Um, yeah, but like you said, with the Stevenson going down, like it, it's a microcosm of what's been happening this season. So with the Stevenson now, you know, Gonzo, um, Judon, you know, uh and really we don't we don't, I mean, you know, Kendrick Bourne, um, you know, those 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 guys was were gonna be key contributors, as you mentioned. And like I said, we we didn't we didn't see them um, you know, we haven't seen them the whole season. I felt like in, in this game. Uh, Bailey Zappi proved that he deserves to be a backup. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know that I, I walked away from this game and said, wow, he's like so much better than Mac. He should be a starter. I didn't. Did you feel that at all? Like, I, you have one full game. And, and I, I would say that this is a pretty good litmus test. Like, do you think this game should, uh, should mean that Bailey Zappi should be the starter moving forward? I would say, let's see what happens Thursday night. Right, short week. Yeah, another week to prepare. I so said we'll, we'll, we'll get into that uh, later on uh, as the show progresses. But yeah, let, let's let's see Thursday. I know fans are um, like yourself, me, many others are clamoring for Willie Cunningham to finally get a shot. Uh, to me, yeah. I think this would be the perfect time, in my opinion. That that's just me. Um, but that's a whole other you know maybe start for another day. But yeah, um, once again, there were some good things out there. Like I said, there was some time they were able to move the ball uh, better than they did. He, he didn't turn the ball over, so that that alone. Um, I think it was a plus for a lot of Patriots fans yesterday. Uh, for those that have been screaming, the Zappy to be the guy. Um, so yeah, so I mean, like I said, there was some there was some good throws there. But um, as it was said on on, on another another show, and I, I thought this was true. Like the first half was seemed very sped up. Like first first half was just, and it's kind of like that's where it was last year too, right? I felt like yeah, uh, he's much better in the second half of the games than he is. Um, in the first half, except for the Chicago game, right? Because he, he got thrown into the fire there, and then um, he ultimately had the same fate as Mac uh, that night. But yeah, I think that you know he um, he gets better as the game progresses, and um, you know. But yeah, I, I think that if he has, say, if he goes seventeen to twenty four, two twenty five, a touchdown, and no and no turnovers again, then yeah, he, he solidified himself as the backup going forward. So in this game against the what is normally a high-powered uh, LA Charger offense, mm-hmm. uh, the defense. I don't know how to how to how to look at this. I don't know if we should grade it positively or if it's a false positive. But they held that they held that team to six points, right? Two field goals. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, uh, Austin Eckler. You name it on that offense, and I mean they they couldn't right. score against us, right? Um, but I, <laughs> and people want to joke about it. I'm, I'm like, no, that that's. Once again, most of the defense is healthy. That's legit. That's legit. And once again, you lost Judon, you lost Gonzo, and you're still shutting out teams. Once again, the Chargers have put up 30 this year. 
other teams they have held under 15 points have put 30 or 25 on other teams. And they come in here and they then they're not they're not scoring on that defense. Once again, Miami has the most high high powered offenses league has seen in you know in, in a long time, even better than Kansas City, in my opinion. Um may, maybe to me they they mirror what um well, they weren't LA then, but what St. Louis was doing with the greatest show on earth, with you know, Isaiah Akeem, you know, um Marshall Falk, obviously, you know, you, you name it, right? Tory Holt um, and the crew. That's what they look like. So, you know, they held them to 24. Um, once again, obviously the Dallas game got away from them. The Saints game got away from them. But a lot of those, that was pick sixes. There were uh, fumbles. So when it, when it plays straight up, they're shutting people down. And it if there's anything that should make someone mad as a fan of New England, it's that. Because you're you're literally three to four plays from being 500 right now. And yeah. then that that's the wild part. Once again, you weren't going to be eight and four or ten and two. That wasn't happening. But you're you're literally three or four plays from being a six and six. You know, I mean, you know, the, the, the thing that stuck out to me most about this game uh, again was just like what you said is this defense. They look disciplined, right? We're right. not seeing a ton of uh, we're not seeing a ton of penalties on the defensive side like we are on offense and special teams. If you're if you are a believer in the fact that uh, that Bill will probably be gone after the season, shouldn't this his uh, his defense now give whatever team out there say, okay, this guy can still do it. We just need to give him a ready made offense, and, and that way he doesn't have, he doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah, great. Peg, take him. That's why. Well, he's gone. I mean, he he he. I mean, the reporters are on to him now. I mean, now they're now now they're hammering him down at Foxborough after games. So. They're, and, they're being, and, they're they're being and, and, and they should. Thank you, Mike Reese. Thank you, Mike Giardi. Thank you, Phil Perry. Thank you, Tommy Curran. Thank you, Ken Gregan, who's a friend of the show. Need to have you back on soon because listen, you were a lot closer to predictions than we were, sister. So we got, <laughs> we got, we got, we got to have you back on to, you know, for you to have your victory lab there in that regard. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they're grilling him and drilling him. Um, and they're on his case because, as they show. Once again, it's cute when you're fourteen and two every year, or let me just say whatever twelve and five, whatever. And that that's fine. You get away with that. Um, but someone has to be held accountable for this two and ten year. And yes, some of it's on the players because the players have, the players have to execute whether you have a game plan or not. But then the coaches have to push you in position to be successful. They have not done that, and that starts with him. Period. So. So again, another week, another. I mean, this week was awful. I mean, obviously, no, no points being scored. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that all on Billy O'Brien? It is. It, it, it's got to be, because once again, you can have the scheme all day. Um, may, maybe it's ninety percent him, ten percent players. Who knows? I mean, whatever, whatever way you want to divvy it up, is it, up to you. Let me ask you this question: If 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 they had Let's just call it Michael Pittman as as a wide receiver. Everyone else was the same, and they had uh, Sammy Laporta uh, uh, for uh, as a tight end. It's same scheme. How much better would it look? A lot better. So could it? So so knowing that or feeling that way, can you actually say that this is ninety percent O'Brien? Well, could, but my, the reason why I said that is because what adjustments has he made? That's my thing. It doesn't look like he's made any adjustments. One thing, 
cater to what you had there or what you had there. Um, it should be a lot of short, short throws. And I felt like they're still trying to go down the field. And I'm like, what are we doing? Let 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 Zappy or whoever's in there be checked down Charlie to get us all the way to the end zone. I don't care if you have a 12 12 play drive at 80 yards and it took eight minutes. I don't care as long as you find a way to score. Like teams, teams a lot of teams now, you oh, we gotta score, you know, five plays, 65 yards in two minutes, two and a half minutes. No. I don't care. I don't I don't care if it's a long drive. That's fine. That's giving that defense rest, right? Because that's the key. Give that defense rest because the defense has been shutting people down. Give the defense rest. But, you know, once again, they do they'll do a draw, you know, maybe like a, a, a middle screen, and then they'll do play action to a, you know, to a seam route or to a to a go route. And, you know, teams are not even they're not even biting. They're just they're showing their original coverage. Um, that's that part's on Bill. Making a, I mean, uh, O'Brien that is, make make adjustments, and I feel like he hasn't made them, in my opinion. But I mean, devil's advocate, isn't it too much? I guess why would they assume that Billy O'Brien could make chicken salad out of this chicken shit of a roster when he never had in the past? But you're gonna say Houston with some with some idiot as quarterback. Yeah, he was thrown to to D Hop. <laughs> I mean, that made things easier. That, that, was, that wasn't his whole time there, though. Like, I feel like. Uh, I mean, now granted, to his credit, Matt. Did he have Matt Schaub there when he got there? He had uh, Brian Hoyer, Matt Schaub, um, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then Deshaun Watson. Okay, so not now world beaters at, at quarterback. I mean, so you get to Watson when he was there in Houston, um, but always had D Hop. Sure, but I'm like Will Fuller always injured. Right, and that was supposed to be their, their loss. Was their number two? Um, really never had a tight end to speak of there. Um, and then the running backs were kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of so so. So, and they they found a way to win divisions. They found a way to get some type of points on the board. It wasn't something where they were scoring thirty a night, but they were in that twenty two to twenty five uh, range. And once again, they were in that twenty two to twenty five range here. And once again, you're looking at a six and six team here, um, yeah. despite what's going on. And once again, I'm I'm. I'm glad it's not 66 because once again, to be in the 166, what you get to the you get to the first round, you you what you get nine and eight, and then you get, you know, you lose 47 and 17 like you did a few years ago. But what? Go just just you know, just bottom out. Because you know, not that because once again, this I want Patriots fans to understand this shit was inevitable, right? We, you know, to me, it should have been right in 2020. You should have just tanked right then and then. I get it. Ego-wise, you couldn't do it because it's like, well, damn. Brady goes out there, he goes to Tampa, brings brings the football version of the Avengers down there. They run a rough shot. They win the Super Bowl. Smack, smack Kansas City. You're like, damn. Like, what what now? But it's like my thing is, it was you you operated off of what he was doing down there. You should have just did what you should have did up here, build your team. And then now, now you're contending for the next five to six years. But you chose not to, and, and now you're looking crazy. One of my one of my most uh, uh, favorite memories of the of the show or any any incarnation is when is when you said you had one NFL MVP uh, go down there, one NFL MVP come up here, and the one that went down there is lighted it up. Ball game, right, and, right, right, right. That, yeah, one of my favorites. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> okay. Let's bring well, that back, one up. I forgot about that one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to the back to the original uh, question, though. Doesn't that highlight, doesn't the fact that 
O'Brien uh, was able to win the division or at least make the playoffs in the AFC South uh, while he was down there with all those, you know, we'll call them shitbag quarterbacks aside from Watson because he had a number one. Doesn't that, doesn't that give you more reason that you should right now where we're sitting at the, at the number two overall pick if, if the season were to end today, shouldn't you draft Marvin Harrison Jr.? Shouldn't you? Like, isn't, isn't that the, the, yeah, the, 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 no, okay. So, all right. So let, let's, let's, let's go that route. Right. So, okay. I think there's a lot of people that agree with your sentiment you just made. So, okay, fine. You, you draft Harrison at Harrison Jr. at two. Cool. So who, who's the QB? Who you drafted in the second round? Who, who thinks is going to be there? Cause you need one. I'm sorry. You, you got to walk away out of here with a quarterback. So if it, if it's not, um, if it's not Mayo Williams, are you hoping that Panix is there in the second round? Are you hoping um, that JJ McCarthy is there, maybe in the third round? Are, are you hoping for that? Because if not, it's like what 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 are we doing? No, I I I hear you, and I I don't think like I don't think Max should be the guy next year. Bailey should be the guy. Bailey, Bailey could be a good backup. You cannot go back but, to Mac Jones after what's going on this year. I'm sorry, you just can't. And it's not but, as and and I will say it's not all, all on him, but it's just there's it is time. For a first start, like once again, unless you're saying it's your Mar- it's Marvin Harrison Jr., you find a way to bring Pittman over here as well and another tight end. Then it's like, okay, now you have actual weapons. Let's see what you do. But that that's a very that's a worst case scenario for me. Worst case scenario. I, I want a new quarterback in here badly. Yeah, badly. I, I mean, I I really wish there was something that could happen that would make Jaden Daniels fall to the second round, but it's not going to. Yeah, I, I mean. He's- Played it too good. That's the problem. Yeah, and once again, blame my Florida Gators. He 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 tore us apart. And it was like, oh, he's 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 really good. Yeah, yeah. And and because of Billy Napier can't, you know, um, his defense couldn't 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 stop a stop a nosebleed. You know that that's what you know, made him look like even better than what he was. So, um, I don't know. But if you, I'll put it like this: if you're telling me that you get Harrison Jr. at two, and then at the top of the second round. You get Michael Pierce Jr. Okay, I, I'm 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 fine with that. I, I I will I will take that. Um, because I said James Daniels is not gonna fall that far now. Not in right. the, you know, he played that well. So if it's Harrison Jr. and Pierce, okay, cool. All right, I'll, I'll take that. Or, or like I said, or like I said, if McCarthy fell to to the early third, I don't, I don't feel like he goes before then. Um, if he fell, if he falls to the third round, okay, cool. So, so do you so. Gun to head. Do you think if they have a top two pick, right? Well, or top three pick, based on recent history, and also let's just call it like the last thirty years of history in the NFL. Mm. But based on where the NFL is also trending right now, right. is it better to have the the like the uh, the number one or number two quarterback, or is it better to have a uh, the, the number one wide receiver? And people are saying that this that, you know that Marvin Harrison Jr. is a transcendent talent, right? So. And like again, gun to head, knowing what you know about 2023 or 2024, you know, moving forward in the NFL, what's most important? So it's it's it's, it's probably the wide receiver. Um, you know, like say you say gun to the head, probably the wide receiver. Um, I just once again, we just we just we know because we've seen it up here, like the quarterback means so much, but like I say in, in today's game, um, but that's the problem. I I don't I don't want them to get a guy like Bo Nix just because you just put someone back right. there. Yeah. I, I got I got an issue with that. 
Um, now, once again, if you're telling me that Bo Nix is going to look exponentially better because he has more hairs than Junior, cool. Um, but I, I'd personally be sick to my stomach if Bo Nix is drafted by New England Patriots. Sick. Sick. Sick to my stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it, it's it's either going to be uh, May, Williams, or Harrison. Right now, it's just a, it's a matter of, I think, you know, I said a couple of weeks back on the show is that where we are now, you know, I think a wide, uh, a transcendent and a and a and a transformational wide receiver makes your entire offense better. Yeah. It takes, I mean, because if if we take off, you know, uh, what, what we've seen so far this season, do we think that Kendrick Bourne would be a good number three? Yeah, pretty, absolutely, pretty, absolutely, 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 absolutely. 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 He, but but no, see, he wants to be here. Like right. that, that's. that's like that matters to me, especially in this era where it's like people want to jump ship and go. Like Kendrick Bourne has def- definitively said, "I want to be part of the solution. I'm here for it, and fans love him here." I, listen, yeah, yeah, you keep him. Yes, yes, you you keep him absolutely. And and I, and I know there's there's been nothing to support it this year, um, but we've seen it in other places where he's been in number two. I firmly believe that Juju could be a great number two. I really do. Exactly. He, exactly. He, he he just has to, like I said, it has to be next to number one. But my thing is, I, I'm still signing Michael Pittman, even if I get Harrison Jr. I'm still I'm still looking to sign Pittman. I'm still looking to sign somebody in, in that to bring them over to be the X receiver. Yeah, fuck so, yeah. Because you got you got to bring a stack, and then if you can find a way to get you, I mean, to me, I bring Hunter Henry back too. I, I, once again, I, I think that he's been yeah. he he's embodied what it meant to be a Patriot. He has been um he's been a great team player. I'd bring that's what I'm saying. So I'd bring Henry back. You do need a secondary tight end, right? Um, so I, I don't know if you go get that in the draft. Um, ironically, I like the kid from Colorado, but he's a, I think he's a little too small. Um, I think his name is Michael, Michael something. Is it Michael Harrison, Michael Williams, something like that? But um, I, I I like I like his game. Um, he's he's a little too small for what they usually go for up here. But once again, you you need guys that are shiftier. You need a Travis Kelsey type tight ends in, in his league now. Um, so I, I don't know. But even know. like, it, it, let's just say the worst case scenario, right? Is uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. They do what you, what you say. They get uh, they get Pittman. So you get Harrison, Pittman, Juju, and Kendrick Bourne. That's that's your starting four wide receivers. Hunter Henry, maybe if you want to bring Gusecki back for a million dollars again or five, whatever the hell it is, sure, great. So those are your two tight ends, and then you know yeah. you, you build the lineup because again. I want to make sure that all Patriots fans know this. You will have ninety million dollars of cap space. Yep, that's a that's a fucking lot of money to spend. It is right? fact. It is. And so, if you go get yourself just two, two linemen that are not, not that are not good, but that are great, your lines going to be fortified. And then, if you want, if you want to say, you know what, I'm against this. I can't believe I'm even saying it, but you know. Mr. Cousins, if you want to come here for three years and $75 million or three years and $90 million, here you go. Because I think that that team with this defense and a quarterback like that, you saw what Joe Flacco looked like with fucking Cleveland. <laughs> the guy can't move. Her Cousins is better than Joe Flacco. He didn't win a Super Bowl. But like I would say his talent-wise yeah. is better. Yeah. Yeah, and and this guy hasn't played hasn't played uh, in I mean I guess the Jets last year, but really since he was a starter for the Broncos a couple of years back, and he he stood there with cement in his shoes and just 
chuck the ball across the field. Well, I mean, he, he's he's always had one of the best arms this league has ever seen. Um, you know, that never Bronco fans know. <laughs> like they know. They he, well, sorry, I, I had to put that out there, but they yeah they they know. <laughs> um, and to a lesser degree, we know too because he 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 got he got a couple against us too. So, um, obviously he's not the guy that he was then. Um, but yeah, he he's always been able to sling it always. And once yeah. they have they, they have guys there, you know, the Harrison Bryans, the Amari Coopers, um, you know, they, they got some weapons there. So, right. Mm-hmm. So you, you can build it that way. All right. So before we talk about the, the Patriots Thursday night matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, the game in which Amazon Prime did not know who would be starting quarterbacks for the, for the Patriots. So they, they just put every Patriot player out there. <laughs> um, is there... Is there one winnable game left on the schedule for the Patriots this season? I'm not saying like so, I don't know if you so, want them to win it, but I so honestly I, I thought it was the one that we just um just played. And I and I told um some of my friends that I'm in another Patriots group chat with, I said, Don't be surprised that we win that game against the Chargers. I said, because he's always stymied Justin Herbert. That's not an opinion, that's a fact. And people thought, I, you know, they thought I was crazy because it was, oh, no. Nah. I mean, granted, obviously, they ended up winning the game. But I'm like, Justin Herbert did nothing against against uh, Bill once again. Um, it's kind of like the young Peyton Manning. Like, he, he, own, he owns Justin Herbert right now. Um, and I'm not sure they'll figure out Bill while he's in the league. Um, but I guess the winnable game is the Jets at the end of the season, right? Um, I, I mean, once again, some people may joke and say it's Pittsburgh, but I'm like, um, I know they had Mitchell Trubisky in there, but he's better than any quarterback we have on uh, the the roster currently, and that's saying a lot because um, he's not great in his own right. Um, but they lose to Kansas City. They um, who else they have interested? Do they have both? Yeah, uh, the, the Broncos. Yeah, they they have, the, so the, I think the the Broncos are, are much better team than what when they were, um, you know, earlier in the season, obviously. So. They're no longer a get right team. Like they, they are. They are some. They, they, they've become more formidable. Um. So yeah. So is that Chiefs, Broncos, and then so yeah. That's, Bills. That's, yeah. The oh, there's the Bills one more time. Okay. So yeah. So that that's that's a loss. So it's like yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like they the Jets game may be the only winnable game they do. Hopefully, them winning it won't change the draft position. If that's the case. But you know we're looking at Carolina some other teams to falter, but. Those teams are so bad as well that they they can't find a way to win. So we have to keep losing in order to maintain our draft position. So knowing that the Arizona Cardinals uh, just beat the Pittsburgh Steelers to help yeah. us again, oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, what are you looking for? Because, you know, you and I have a, a lot of things in common, but one of the mm-hmm. most prominent things is we love trolling Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Yes, because because they talk shit to us. They always have not last twenty years, but they they haven't won a damn thing against us in the last twenty years. Didn't matter if it was Brady, Castle, right. Cam, Mac. Doesn't matter. Right, correct. That ends this Thursday, though, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And was it? But quite frankly, we we, we need we needed to end Thursday. Like we need. We need some. We, we need that. We need that greatness to come up. Like we need that. Um, and I know it's on a short week for them. I know that they, you know, Kenny Pickett went down. Um, but they still got Najee Harris, still got George Pickett, still got Deontay Johnson. Um, still got Mega Fitzpatrick. You know, um, 
they, they still have a lot of guys that make plays there. So absolutely. Once again, I, but, I, but I will say this. If you can't beat this iteration of the Patriots, you don't deserve to make the playoffs. You don't deserve to do anything. I, I'm, I'm just being honest. So, Leah, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry. Um, you know, we, 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 we care about you as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but and I'm sure you echo you would echo the sentiment if you could. If this and that Steelers team cannot beat this New England team, so something wrong with that picture, big time. What do you, I mean? It just feels like this is the first time since I've known you that you're not actively rooting for the Patriots against the Steelers because of what what, what the implications would be for the right. Because what it means, yeah. What yeah. it means, yeah. I mean, listen. I, when, when we when we tape next week. But will I will I still smile? <laughs> if we <laughs> absolutely because it allows me to still say, "Damn!" Even when we're at our lowest of lows, <laughs> you still can't do anything, you know. <laughs> and it's like that that so that that would be gratifying. But it'd be more gratifying to hear, you know, um, that you you're doing the pictures are now two and eleven on the season and lost six straight. That that's what I'd rather hear. That's what I should hear. Um, after Thursday night, we're 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 going to assume that the over under for this game, like you know, as it gets uh, closer to game time, might be twenty one. It's, it's probably going to be like twenty eight points. Yeah, I'm still that, that's, ham- too, that's too high. I'm still hammering the under. Yeah, twenty two high. Poor Al Michaels, he gets another shitty Thursday night football game to to call because this this he, he he hasn't been great in a few years, in my opinion. Well, what's he been given? Kirk Herbstreit well, and, 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 and no, I know, but I'm, 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 I don't know. I just see he's. I mean, I, I ironically, I liked him and Chris together. Um, yeah, NBC wanted him out. He didn't want to leave. Yeah, no, I, I get it. But I mean, my my trick was awesome, but it's just like I don't know. I um, he, he hasn't been the same, obviously, but you know, um, I'm sure Amazon gave him a lucrative deal and what she deserves, especially at this stage of his career. Um, so I do, it, I do love listening to him during games where. Like it's clearly just a terrible, terrible product on the field because he tells the people at home, yeah. "It's not a terrible product." Care? <laughs> oh, facts, facts, facts. Um, what, what's your final score prediction for for this Thursday night? Um, Pittsburgh thirteen, New England six. I'm going to say Pittsburgh twelve, New England three. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be yeah. a real fucking barn burner, people. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the people us again, we can joke all, all day. The defense is not quick. They haven't. We can we can say whatever they want about the offense. You can say what you want about the coaching staff or whatever. Um, which Bill kind of alluded to in his presser yesterday. I think that he, he's um he's still very proud of the defense. He just knows that they are inept with all capital letters on on offense. And for whatever reason. And, and I and I I got to say this only because it's you and me on the show, and I and I was jokingly saying it, but now I got some more some more some more juice, some more gumption behind it. Remember when I jokingly said we owe Matt Patricia an apology, and you said fuck no. Yeah, they they've been uh-huh. much <laughs> like let me let, let me let, let, worse let me. on a Bill O'Brien than Matt Patricia, and I, and I, and that's wild. It's wild. Let me reiterate it. Let me reiterate it too. Fuck no, that's that's no. crazy, that's crazy. Well, they they well they why why did why they look better last year with Memphis than they do now? Why why is that? Tell me why. Tell, tell me why. I, right. I, I I can't believe. I, I I got a bunch. Of, I I've had a bunch of heartbreak this year, so I I want to know why 
<laughs> why? Why is it that way, Mr. Marcangelo? Why? Why is it that you way? You can't. You can't be coming here quoting the Backstreet Boys to me. But here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you that the offensive line was falling off the cliff at the uh, at the end of last year. And what did Bill do? He went off and got three offensive linemen that haven't played all year. So it's even worse this year. We thought we had bad weapons with John New Smith, Nelson Aguilar. Turns out they're not that terrible. They're gone, and we have less. We didn't backfill them. Juju Smith Schuster, Tyree Kill has 350 more yards receiving this year than the Patriots skill uh, skill players. <laughs> I mean, and I, you, I, you want room? And I'm again, I, I'm just going to hammer my point home. You say what happened? Ramondre Stevenson was a thousand yard rusher last year. Mm-hmm. Damien Harris was a pretty good backup. Oh yeah, you know how I feel about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he went from averaging 4.2 yards per carry to 2.7. So that'll do it. (laughs) I mean, that'll fucking do it. If if a defense doesn't have to fear your running game because your offensive line is so bad, and we already knew what our quarterback, uh, what his weaknesses uh, were coming into the season, Mm -hmm. it was easy. It was fucking easy for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's unfortunate, but, like, that's that's just what it's become, but... I say it, it blows my mind that they were, like I said, considerably, you know, more formidable um, against, I put on air quotes, against uh, other teams last year. I will uh, say, though, it does uh, look it does look more like an NFL offense pre-snap than it did last year. <laughs> right, but the, 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 <laughs> I, I had a really wild line. I was about to say, but I'm, I'm not going to say. <laughs> the, the, the pre-snap, I mean, great, but it's just like, what are you doing? Once you're in it, because <laughs> once you're in it, it's like, all right, yo, you you you're, you're moving it and shaking and moving, and it's like dudes are literally making. This is literally the separation. Like this is how close. Like putting back there, they go here to there, they go up there to here. This is like, what are we? <laughs> well, Tyquan Thornton can't can't. We don't know if he can catch. I don't really know if he can, but he definitely can't catch in the rain. <laughs> Pop so, Douglas, oh, that's that's what I forgot to say too. That that throw that Zappy had to him. It's a great throw. It's a great. I mean, I, I said, damn, but that's but that's been for both quarterbacks. They they've thrown some dimes when at certain moments this year, and you're just like you threw it in, like and they, it's right there in the basket. It's there. Yeah, I mean, Matt hit it, it fall through. But 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 what I will say, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. When when I saw it go up and I'm seeing it throw it, I said, oh my god, and then I seen him drop it. I went, Phew. I went, Phew. you know, I was like. We don't need any positive plays right now. <laughs> you know, we don't need to build confidence. They like, yeah, we got it. No, no, you don't got it. You still suck as false hope. Um, let's let's just continue. Listen, I'm just gonna say this right oh, now. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say it every single week until and probably up until the draft. You do not want to be happy. You do not want to have a top three draft pick two years in a row. That just means that your that, that your franchise has fallen off. So you better. If you have a top three, you better fucking spend in free agency this year too, because you need to get back. And I'm not saying get back to six and eleven. You need to get back to be, you know, eight and nine, nine and eight, ten and seven, eleven and six. Because if you have a top three pick and you spend, and the results aren't there again with the new regime, that's going to get real bad here real quick. Yeah, real yeah. quick. Who knows? I mean, once again, uh, Robert Kraft came in. With a number one pick, um, so you know maybe history repeats itself. Once again, Blitzel was very good for us, um, so may- may- maybe it's time. Maybe yeah. it's time. So 
we'll see. All right, on to on to happier things. Um, since we last spoke, the Boston Celtics won out their week. They're now fifteen and four. Uh, last week uh, in the uh, in was it the yeah the quarterfinals of the in season tournament uh, or to advance to the quarterfinals. They had to beat the uh, the Chicago Bulls by 22. They beat them by 27. Um, as we are recording this on Monday, December 4th, currently this is the only update that we're going to give you. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, the Celtics are beating the Indiana Pacers uh, at halftime, uh, 55 to 48. So if, if this is no longer an evergreen podcast, so sorry, Craig. Um, and at the, the winner of this game obviously uh, goes to Vegas next week. Uh, first, first thought, because it's the first time that we've talked about it. Um, what... What are your thoughts now on uh, the in-season tournament, but more and uh, more specifically, uh, the point differential being the thing that gets teams into the quarterfinals and into Vegas? Do you think that it's helped peak and elevate interest of, uh, of uh, no late November, early December games, or what's your what are your thoughts? So I, I think that's got to change. I think that's a rule they have to change for next year. Um, the analyst side says that, but the fan in me stop stop them. Stop me, bitch! Stop me! Stop! Stop me from whipping your ass! Because that's that's that 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 that's what it was. That's what it was on Tuesday night. It was it was an ass. I was there, and you could tell from the jump it was it was like oh they're they're going for this. Okay, I I I thought I I was kind of skeptical. I was like maybe they're gonna say you know what you know Porzingis was out the other day. He's out tonight. Let's just kind of regroup and just go for it. But um they from the jump you could tell that it was like they was in go mode. And that's the most intentional game I've seen coached from Joe Missoula. Um, you know, so it, it gave me some confidence that, you know, when things are on the line, um, you know, he, he can be a bit more formidable than he's been uh, the, the, thus far. So, yeah, um, you know, but that's the only thing I would change if that was the case because I felt like that. I, I understood what Jalen and Joe Holiday were saying where it kind of takes away from the integrity of the game because you're being taught from a young age, you know, don't destroy your opponent, you know. Um, you know, if you're up by 20 or whatever, the game's usually over. Um, so that I got. But from once again, from a fan side, keep what yeah, they is was it wasn't it? I mean, wasn't it fucking refreshing to see the Celtics dominate for all four quarters? And yes. to know and to know that uh they could have let their foot off the gas. And again, it's all it's just an in-season tournament. Uh it's, it's their first year of it, but they fucking care. The thing that we yep. talked about last right. week is I said. This team might be the team that needs to win something, right? Just, just to just to get the, the the gears turning and like sure. to to your point about the most intentional game coached by Missoula, yeah, he needs more reps doing this, like yeah. games that matter without actually without the ability to actually send us home for the for the off season. I think I understand uh, why fans and maybe even some players uh, get upset about the point differential concept, but if it if not for the point differential uh, concept, why, why would you, what would you watch? Like, would would would, there, would you still be watching with as much intent as you were? Because I was watching that game, and then I was actually uh, checking in with Brooklyn. So I'm like, yeah. I, I know what Brooklyn needs to do. Oh, they 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 had, they had it up. Um, they, they didn't show it on TV, but they had. Well, they might have shown it on TV, but they had it up in the um on 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 a Scientron. Oh, that's Scientron. Uh, shows my mind is that you know uh, it's tolerant time. Um, yeah. We've been on since then, so but <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I I I I don't know. I I think to me, you're right though. It definitely it definitely piques more interest, and which is what they were looking to do. 
Um, and once again, this this is the this is the iteration of it, the first iteration of it. Like they're going to, you know, revamp, retool what needs to be done done again. I should say, excuse me. Um, and they'll they'll come back with a different you know thing look on it next year. You think that you think they're going to get rid of the point differential? I think they'll strongly consider it. I think of enough players, you know, bring it up and you know, because once again, too, like say we would. I mean, granted, it didn't happen, but we would have been really upset if they was up twenty five. And one of, another key player got hurt. Yeah, so I, I think like, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that would have right. been, that would have been more catastrophic. And uh, and once again, people could get hurt at any point in the game. But I'm saying, like, it, 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 the optics look worse when you're yeah, up for sure. and you have your starters out there, and it's just like, well, you know, I think first thing, first guy I think about is Derrick Rose. I mean, I, I know that was the playoffs, but I'm like, you're up 24 with two minutes and 50 seconds left. They not winning this game. Yeah. It's okay. It's over. The game's over. You know. Um. So that that that's that's the only thing. Yeah. So I think that uh, you're right. That players complaining about like the sportsmanship of it. That's not going to be enough to to get it to be uh, changed. It, but it's it's going to take an injury to a, a Brown or a Tatum or a Giannis or a, a or a Lillard or one of your impact players while your while your team is already up. And. Then it's like, well, that was unnecessary and and just derailed our entire season, right? But that hasn't happened, and I don't think point differential matters anymore. I think now it's I think oh, now it's just a it's just you 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 know you win to advance, you lose, you go home. Yep, I'm okay yeah. with that being the tiebreaker. I th- I think. Yeah, no, that's and that's what's cool about it. Um, I'm hoping like if they win tonight. Um, I don't I don't work Friday, so I'm 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 event, I'm especially rooted uh, rooting for. Then it went tonight, and it, it ties to what we talked about. Can you go fifteen and five your first twenty? And it's essentially, you know, um, but we, I wasn't going sixteen and four because I'm not working Friday. But right. and, you know, it, it, it worst case scenario they go fifteen and five. That's okay. Well, that's that's what we talked about. We wanted them to go to fifteen. Can you go fifteen and five four different times? You know, yep. to win you know, sixty games. So, mm-hmm. all right. So KP still out with the calf injury. Um, now, now we're itching closer to the he's missed. Thirty-five percent of the games uh, played this year. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he wasn't going to play all eighty-two, um, so that, that's why I'm not I'm not freaking out. I do think at this moment there, I think he's he was probably I think he was ready to come back to Chicago game honestly, but not even Chicago. I think he could came back to Philly game. I think they're just saying, hey, you know what? Like until you know it's fully healed, um, we'll give you some more treatment where you can do some more training on your lay on your lower lower body. Um, I think it's a team team doctor thing now. I think that they're saying, "Hey, look, um, team is still rolling without you." I feel like if they were struggling, he would have been back out there. I do. Um, but right now, because they've been steamrolling, and once again, Holiday came back. Holiday was out for a few games himself. Um, I just to me, I think they're really handling it with care, um, with kid gloves, if, if, if you will. And um, maybe he comes back for the Cleveland game next uh ne- next week, but. Um, I, I, I rather, I rather his injury be, be healed, um, than, than rushing him out there prematurely. So I, it doesn't sound like you're too concerned. No, uh, not, not right now. Anyway, it's like now if we, if we're, if this is January 15th and he's only played another game or two, then it's like, yeah, okay. What's, what was going on? Um, Mainly because I just want them to have the best seed possible, and I want everyone to come through here. Uh, one, because I think 
they're much better now at home than they were last year. Like they're they're, they're defending home court. They're undefeated at home. Um, yep. And then soon, I get paid more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and not because of a parlay, I get paid because I'll be in the building. So, yep, not because of a parlay. All right. So, uh, an interesting, a bumpy win uh, would be the win that uh, that the Celtics had against the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, on uh, on was it Friday last week? Friday. Friday last week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they beat the 76ers 125, 119. Mm-hmm. Um I did the win against Philly make you feel better or worse about the Celtics team? When I when I when I asked that question, I mean, we all have seen over the last let's just call it in like the in the JBJT era when they're going against a team that's not starting their their big guns. They 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 let up the, the they let their foot off the gas. Historically, they've lost those games. Right. They fought. I mean, they they did what they needed to do to win this. So, I think. I guess my question would be: Does that win show growth from this team, or are you still worried that they fall into their old habits? Um, a l- little bit of both, but I'd rather them fall into the habit and still win. Yeah. <laughs> they fall into the habit and and and, and lose. So, um. Listen, I want to I want to give some more nuggets to those that um, were out and you know enraged that or outraged that uh, Pat Beverly had twenty six seventy five. So Pat Beverly's from Chicago, right? Um, played played college at Arkansas, went undrafted in the league, uh, started out I think either with Houston or Miami. Um, in his senior year of high school, this man averaged thirty seven tonight. Player of the year. And this this is the same same class as D Rose, same class as D Rose, um down there thirty seven tonight. <laughs> so everybody in the NBA for the most part buckets is a problem. So before you know, because I know people were like, and it was I, I made my jokes too, but I'm like, nah, that that dude for one that, once again anybody could be a star for a night or two, and you know he took his opportunity. I'm actually glad that he was feeling it because I I knew the I knew he was gonna, gonna try to ISO Al. And I'm like, you're not James Harden. You're not gonna make that shot over Al. And he didn't. <laughs> Al comes down. Um, I'll let you speak about Al because you know, um, you know, you've made some good points about him, but I'll let you talk about him. But yeah, Mike, he 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 was he was hooping. And once again, give credit where it's due. Um, I'm just glad they pulled out, they put out that victory though. It just you know, Horford to me this year just feels like he's making all of the right plays and only the right place. Mm-hmm. I mean, his vision on the, on the floor has been outstanding. He's uh, in that particular game. He was, I think his plus minus was like plus 10 uh, and he was a starter. So like that's, that's, and he scored 20 points. Right. But he, yeah. he still, he still has, you know, those spurts where now he doesn't have many 33 minute, uh, you know, uh, nights ahead of him. He has more of those behind him than, uh, than in his future. Right, but that just tells you that if, that if you if you play him twenty two a night, he could still give you twelve and six, twelve and right. seven off the bench, and yeah. if he does that without making the fucking mistakes, mm-hmm. like that is, that is that is something that uh, that your bench will uh, will build around, and then you're gonna have guys like Hauser putting up eleven in that game, you and Pritchard putting up ten, and they were they were very important uh, important ten, right? right? Yeah, was for sure. So um, it, it felt like that, that uh, Hor- Horford, especially since uh, 
uh, KP's been out. But even when he's coming off the bench, like he feels like he's methodical. Everything he does has a purpose. Yep. Yep. But honestly, he, he's been like that his whole career. Um, you know, we just didn't see it up close. It was in Atlanta. But, you know, I mean, once again, he, he's made the playoffs every year of his career except for the OKC year. Um, this he, He's been on teams that have been. Jesus, is that true? Just about. I, 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 I mean, actually, someone could fact check me. But I think with, with the exception of his OKC year, he has been in playoffs every year because think about it. 07, 08. 07, I mean, 08, 09. Um, I know a few times they had Milwaukee in the first round. They had a good series with Washington right before he got here. Uh, they beat us before he signed here in 2016 when he was in Atlanta. Then, obviously, his first year here, we make the, we make the playoffs every year that he's here. Um, then it's like, yeah, Philly, they make the first year, but we sweep them in the first round in the bubble. So, yeah, I, I think I think, I think, I think I'm, I'm pretty confident on that on that stat. Um, that I don't have in front of me, but I, I, I do, I do think that he's it, it, either way, he's been in the postseason over ten times, regardless. Yeah, so he, he was long by. I, I missed one or two. He's been in the postseason over ten times, and he's made multiple conference finals. He's been to the finals. Um, he's a two-time national champion. Um, in in uh, you know, with with the Florida Gators. So, um, yeah, and he he's by far been the best player from that that group that won. I know, you know, people look at Joe Kim Noah or, you know, the Corey Brewers of the world, but hey, five time all star. Um, you know, probably could have made it a show more times in the East, but you know, and, and it worked out that way. But five times all star, um been invaluable since he got here. Invaluable. So in both stints, um he he is he has embraced Boston. And because of that, Boston has embraced him. Um Kind of feels like a like a big Dustin Pejoria type type um yeah what type guy like I feel like that that's why I'm I'm like I, I guess and Tanner and Brown I feel like they, they're gonna have more cracks because of their age I I I want I want them to get one foul so he can go right on top or he can go back I to go I want that so badly from because he, he he deserves it like I said he's been he's been the ultimate pro um once again he he chose to come to Boston chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah the reason that, 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 that we could get some some actual big free agents or trades because yeah. he was the first the first one. Yep, and the, yep. and the, uh, I would say ever right in free agency that wasn't over, like really yep. over the hill. Yep, the sign with us biggest the biggest signing before Al Horford and those that listen to this that watched us in the nineties, you, you know I'm not lying when I say this. The biggest free agent signing before then was Travis Knight. That's not that's not an opinion. What about Dominique so, Wilkins? No, I, 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 I thought he got traded. That's why I asked him to bring him up. Um, you might be right. You're, you're, probably, you're probably all right. No, he, he was, but even then, he was over the hill. I mean, I mean, I mean they still made the playoffs. I mean, he still, <laughs> he still averaged eight to the night. <laughs> and he was sold out. So I, that, that, what I, it's funny when I think about that too. Um, imagine if we had got him a few years earlier. Oh, with Larry and, and when everything was going well. And I and I I know that era I know that era didn't they didn't they didn't they didn't they didn't jump to that they didn't like that, but whew. yeah man 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 that, that, we that we, was... we we we, we, we uh, got to get the whole crew together and do a, a our top five like a game show of just what ifs and we can have yeah. categories like that because that should be that could be in there like what if yeah 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 he top, was yeah. what if he was there in eighty eight our, our own our own version of the top five yeah <laughs> that's a brown candy. Yeah. 
Not five versus a lie. No, no, no. So <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously, a lot, a lot of what uh, what could happen this week will be dis- decided by tonight's game. Mm. Um, they're set to play Cleveland twice and Orlando twice. Yep. So as we record this show uh, next Monday, what shall their record be? What do you think it should be? Will be. Uh, uh, so. And they and so I think they split, so it'd be two and two. Um Cleveland. Are they, win, the, are they gonna win tonight though? I think they win tonight. I mean, I know there isn't a close game now. We won't give a score because we said we're not gonna give another out there, but it is, it is a close close game right now. Um but I I think they split between Cleveland and Orlando. Cleveland gave them fits last year, Orlando's gave them fits the last few years. Um, but Orlando's legit. We can no longer say that that's a that's a bad loss. Can't say that. Like them. I mean, if they, if, if, if we both assume, if we both assume that they're going to win, uh, you know, the the game today against the Pacers, they go three and two. They're eighteen mm-hmm. and six through twenty four games. Yeah, and that 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 would be that would be great. Um, I I I still think you need to add a piece. Um, once again, I like what Kada has done. Um, Sam Hauser has been very stable in the backup wing role. Um, but I just feel like whether you're going to give us a Jordan Walls, whether you're going to give us a uh, like shit, Jay Davis has been fucking hooping in in uh in the G League as well. So um, something's got to give. I said Pritchard has been in closing lineup. So um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the it's the best for guys to develop and you know go from there. But I still feel like you need another piece off the bench. Um, that that could be stable, you know. And so yeah, I guess. We, we we talked about this now for for a couple of weeks. Has it become more apparent to you? What type of player that should be? Yeah, I, I still think it's on the big. Um, but knowing Brad, it'll be a wing. Um, <laughs> which is fine. It's fine. I mean, that that's just that's that's how he that, that's how he um breaks things down. Um I was high on Brissett early on, but Brissett has done nothing since um the first few weeks of the season. So um I don't need another cheerleader. <laughs> like <laughs> You know, we had that and some other players in the Unless past. it's Blake. Yeah, this is Blake, right. This is Blake. Even then, Blake Blake played in like 40 games last year. Um it started. You know, he started a few games. So um that that's the case. But yeah, I'm 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 out um on Brissett. They had not given Lamar Stevens a chance. I don't know why. Um especially when you sign up for four million dollars. Like I feel like you should you you should give him some type of uh, some type of run. Um but yeah, maybe maybe they package um, something tells me they're gonna gun for Alex Caruso in Chicago. Um, so it might take Stevens, Brissett, um, you know, JD Davidson, and like a, a a second round of a few second round picks. I I would do that in RB. In RB, I can um, tell you, it's it sounds like you're happier. <laughs> <laughs> about how bad the Patriots are doing than mm-hmm. how, about how good the Celtics are doing. Like you seem a little well, bit it's, more it's, down. It's it's, it's it's because no, I'm not even going out. I just I know what the end goal is. So it's like I I'm not gonna be overly excited right now about this. Once again, I'm I'm glad they're playing well. I'm glad that they're you know working out certain nuances of the game. Great. I'm <laughs> I'm ready for April. And once again, I we know what they're gonna do in regular season because we've seen it. So how you feel about the Bruins is how I feel about the Celtics. We we done seen them get there. It's 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 time. It's time. 
It's time. <laughs> you know where I was going with that. It's time. Yeah. But we're not gonna stop yeah. it. We're not gonna stop it in anyone's head. But <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? We may need to. We may need to get a little nasty and stop with some heads on the Witcher channel. I changed my mind. We might need to do that. So, you know, for, for those that know that call back there, you know, if you know, you know. <laughs> what a great callback. And I really know how to follow that. So yeah. uh, for for my guy. Hollywood Ray Sean. This has been Mike Marcangelo saying thank you so much for listening to MTP Boston. Stay tuned for the Power Ranking Show this week, and we'll talk to you lovely bastards next week. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and... Hear the culture. Electric acid.